What's up, crew? What is up, squad? It is July 16th, 2023. Welcome to another Ghost and Clover podcast. The uh, podcast where nobody knows the topics, including us, uh, until we start the show and we get everything rolling. Uh, For those that are out there in the audio replay world, or maybe even the video replay world, welcome uh, to all of y'all as well. And remember, live is where it's at when we record this, because speaking of all the fine folks out there that's filing in and joining us live, uh, if you do comment, you will have the opportunity uh, at the uh, tail end of the show to pick a topic to close out the show with the viewer selected topic. All you got to do is say hi, just say something in the chat. And um, yeah, you're eligible for that. Uh, powered by, of course, EAA, that's European American Armory or EAA Corp. Uh, you know the uh, score when it comes to those guys. And we'll talk about them a little later on in the podcast, of course. And then uh, for those that are dropping those comments at a chance uh, to pick a topic later on, that uh, viewer driven topic brought to you by uh, our good friends over at Taurus and who doesn't know Taurus of course uh, with that uh, said I guess let's bring uh, Ghost into the house what's up man so you want to be my latex salesman huh that's right I'll tell you what I'll tell you what uh, Vandalay Industries Vandalay Industries <laughs> Vandalay Industries <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you guys aren't aware, what we're talking about is we we each put like a, a different funny little quote or something, and mine's just it's just a flesh wound for Monty Python and Clover's is, and you want to be my latex salesman. So if you're a, a Seinfeld fan like both of us, then you'll understand that one hundred percent. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, looking forward to this one tonight. Um, we Probably. are uh, episode busy. number. Yeah, been really busy. It's just been it's a crazy summer, but it's a good summer. Just busy that time of year. But uh, episode ten, bro. Episode ten. How about that? Double digits, baby. Double digits. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, you awesome. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are out there. Uh, if you catch us, go check us both the podcasts out on, on uh, Clover is a member of the Firearms Radio Network. I'm a member of the Self-Defense Radio Network, and we are both part of the Rapid Fire Radio Network. Go check out selfdefenseradio.net. I'm not even sure what the website is for Firearms Radio Network. Um, I think it's firearmsradio.net. If it's up and running, it's being new, I don't know, to be honest with you. I I am thinking that we do have to uh, change the – and this goes out – we get much, much more traffic in the audio world. No offense to anybody live, because you guys out there live is is and the interaction is just part of what makes the show what it is for those folks that are listening in, in the podcast replay. But for those that are in podcast replay, they don't know this, but uh, we got to work on the banners and things a little bit because Rapid Fire Radio Network is not up there. And I don't even know that it's in the scroll down there, but we got to get them... Uh, Uh, we got to work on that for the next episode. You may see for the live viewers, for the video replay viewers, you may see a little bit of change in the layout uh, starting. Uh, And it's a good time to do it. It's episode 10, so we'll kick off the double digits and and, uh, get those that all changed over so that it's congruent with what we're talking about. Is that the right word? I don't know, but it sounded right. Man, I'm too dumb to understand what you were saying, so it sounds good to me. I'm not very smart, you know. Yeah, so uh, you got 
you got first topic and then uh we'll get into uh, a lot of other stuff so uh yeah what do you got all right um it's coming down to two of them that i couldn't really decide one so i'm just gonna take my pen all right fast food french fries fast food franchise this is a topic that people can get very angry with because everyone has their favorite fries uh we're gonna talk a little bit about our favorite fries maybe some um under the radar quality fries out there uh what are our favorite fast food fries i think we could all agree in different order whatever but i think that you have to say that Maybe Chick-fil-A waffle fries, McDonald's fries are among the top three, four, or five on anyone's list, right? I mean, those, those are definitely well as assuming, long as, yeah, as, long as they're hot. Yeah, you know, I don't know. The Chick-fil-A waffle fries, I've even reheated those. Now I've done it, I did it in an air fryer, uh, yeah. in a microwave. And Chick-fil-A reheated in, a, in an air fryer um, are not as good as getting them hot at the restaurant. But, mm-hmm. um, but there's no hope for McDonald's fries once they get cold. Like, I don't care what you do to them. Like, you know, I, I will literally, if, 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 if I go to McDonald's and, and I'll, I'll literally ask the people, I was like, are the fries fresh? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, they say no. And I was like, are you getting close to another batch? Because if so, I'll pull up. I'll gladly wait, you know, a few minutes yeah. a, a, to get fresh fries. And a lot of times so, you'll be fine with that. Yeah. So there's a trick to that um, that I've heard that you ask for fries with no salt. And, oh, they then, have to make them. Yeah. and then they have to make them, but then you get salt on the side. You get salt packets and just salt them yourself. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and this is completely off topic. I'm taking my own topic off the rails, but uh, I was watching a thing, um, and, and many people that drink Coca-Cola may have always thought that McDonald's Coca-Cola seems to taste better and different than regular other places you get Coke, and it, it is because that Coca-Cola is it, the only place it sends Coca-Cola this way is to McDonald's. Everywhere else they send them in syrup packets. But to Coca-Cola, they send them in like stainless steel drums, pre-mixed. Only to McDonald's. Though, have you ever thought why McDonald's Coke tastes different? That's why. Um, but you yeah, know, I watched the thing that said uh, to bring it back to the fries. We could go a whole other yep. direction with the Coke. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Because I watched something the other night, really, really interesting, having to do with Coke. But um, but to bring it back to the fries, did you know that there is actual science behind McDonald's Sprite matching the taste profiles and everything else with their fries? Oh, no, I did not know that. They actually did scientific. Sprite is the same way as Coke. And uh, it's actually scientifically matched as far as taste profile to go well with fries. So, hmm, Interesting. A lot interesting. of people say if you're going to just eat McDonald's fries, get a Sprite instead of Coke. All right, so I think what we should do is we're not going to draft. We're, we won't draft um, because we're both going to be able to want to pick some of the same ones. But let's kind of let you have first pick and say, um, we'll go top five. What's your number one fry? And you, you can throw out some caveats like having to be warm or whatever, but um, your number one fry. Yeah. If you had so, to choose one. So having to be warm 
number one is McDonald's. Number hands down, it's McDonald's. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I agree, hands down. It's not even close. Um, McDonald's, um, for sure. My number two is the Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Yeah. I prefer them. I prefer them hot, obviously. But I, I can eat them cold if I need to, for sure. Um, Yeah, I could definitely eat them cold. Like I said, they warm up really well. If you do it in the mm-hmm. oven or in an air fryer. Microwave, not so much. But, um, yeah, microwave takes – a lot of people don't understand this. Microwave works by water content. So it, yep. it basically boils the water molecules, which makes the food hot. And water evaporates when it boils, obviously. So – um, it loses. That's why things dry up. That's why if you put bread or something in there, right, it gets hard. It gets crunchy and nasty. And that's why yeah. it's taking all the moisture out of it. But um, if you've ever wondered, anyway, that's why you wrap when you do baked potatoes in the microwave. You wrap them in wet rags or wet paper towels to cook them anyway. Uh, yeah, steam uh, real, real quick, real quick. I want out there in the live audience, give us your top five. Uh, it doesn't have to be in order, but if you just give us the top five of your favorite fast food uh, fries. So I'm sorry. Who's your, what's your second pick for fries? Well, I agree with you on, uh, on Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has got to be the waffle fries at Chick-fil-A got to be number two. Yeah. Without yeah. Doubt. Yep. Um, now let me, pro- you, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. 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 Uh, I need a, I need a point of order here. Um, so when we talk about fries, we said waffle fries. Um, yeah. Do tater tots count? Do curly fries count? Do hash browns count? What type? I where where does say, it end? I, I, I don't think I'd go hash browns. I would do okay. fried potatoes uh, okay. that are not hash browns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Some I, type I of a structured fried potato. Correct. Not Correct. Shredded, yeah. but individual. Not shredded. It has to be an individual piece you can eat, basically. Now, I guess you could throw in Burger King's tater uh, uh, hash browns because they have like the little round ones every now and then. Or even McDonald's, um, right? Or McDonald's. Uh, the hash browns from McDonald's are, yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. not shredded. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I personally, I mean, I'm personally going to go, you know, um, tots, you know, waffle fries, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I, I, I personally... Uh, do not put uh, hash browns in that category, but I have no problem if you do. No, good. That's that's fine. Just want to kind of know where we where we stand. Yeah. So I, think just, I think we, we we agree on one and two. I think this is probably where we start diverting our um, probably favorites here. Uh, what's your number three? I'm gonna go number three, which would not even be in the top ten if it, there was not a caveat. Number three will be Wendy's with a frosty. Oh, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. By the way, have you ever had the the Wendy's garlic fries? If you haven't, you I need have to try. Not. I have not. You, I'm not a big garlic you. and potato oh, person. Okay. okay, that's fair. I I love garlic, um, but their their garlic fries are. I like good. garlic and stuff, but I there's just something about garlic and potato. I don't like that combination for some reason. I like. I, I get it. Uh, my number three is going to be the Popeye Cajun fries that the kind of the Cajun curly fries, yeah. or not the curly, but they're uh, the Cajun fries. I mean, um, those are really good. And, and once again, for me, uh, I could eat those, prefer them hot, but I can definitely, can definitely eat them cold if I need to. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, number four, I guess I'll start number four. 
Uh, I got to go Whataburger, and I know that I'm probably biased, and people are going to go, ugh, Whataburger. Yeah. Whataburgers are so good. They're, they're very, very similar to McDonald's, uh, in my, at least as far as the texture, shape, and, and, and all of that. Um, but I maybe it's because I also love there's something different about Whataburger ketchup also. So the caveat yeah. is I have to have Whataburger fries with the Whataburger burger ketchup. Yeah, it's different ketchup. Well, and Whataburger uh, fries, you can eat Whataburger fries fairly cool. I'm not going to say cold, but yeah. they they are not the same as McDonald's as they get cooler. Right. They don't get rubbery or, you know, soggy yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. They don't get weird. Um, yeah. What are we at? Number four? You're number four, yeah. Man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with something. I'm going to de- go way off the rails here. And I'm going to go with something that you know, nobody else can get unless they live in my area. There's a taco shack down the road. And you've heard me talk about this probably before. They do nacho fries. Uh, uh, so we're talking, we're talking home style cut. I don't want to say steak fries, but larger fries with, you know, your choice of a meat topping. I usually go with the, with the fajita chicken um, and then all the cheeses and the nacho fixings and stuff on them. So loaded, yeah. basically loaded fries, but a Mexican style. Uh, just imagine nachos, right? Loaded nachos, but with fries instead of uh, tortilla chips. And there you go. So They're kind of like steak fries, like the bigger cut fries. They're a bigger cut fry. I'm not going to say they're a steak fry, but they're definitely a thicker, bigger cut fry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. Huh. Interesting. All right. Uh, You've got first pick on the number five. Number five. Um, Man, uh, it's tough, man, because I want to say. I want to say Whataburger, but you know, here's the thing. I, I love Whataburger. Uh, mm-hmm. The chocolate shake, solid. Burger, solid. Like but most of the sandwiches and the breakfast sandwiches, especially and stuff, breakfast menu across the board, solid. The yeah. thing about fries is I'm sitting with Whataburger and I'm thinking, do they make the top five? And I don't, I don't think they do, and I'll tell you why for me. I've never went to Whataburger and just ordered fries. I have went to McDonald's and just ordered fries. I went to Wendy's and mm-hmm. got a fries and a, you know what I mean? I went sure. to the, mm-hmm. I went to the Mexican joint and got uh just the the, the nacho fries, right? I've never yeah. just got fries at Whataburger. So because of that, I don't think they break the top 5. Uh I'm going to mm-hmm. go with loaded tots from Sonic. Cheese, onion, chili, okay. works uh on tater tots at Sonic. Okay, nice. Uh, That's a good one. Um, See, here's the thing for me. I I guess I'm kind of a purist slash traditionalist. I'm not saying that I don't enjoy like the loaded tots, loaded fries and all of that. But historically, I just I'm a big favor uh, fan of just whatever the fry is with salt on it. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one that is We've talked about this before, kind of the under the, the radar, really good fries. And I don't know if they're everywhere. I don't know that. I know they're in the South, um, but Dairy Queen, little cr- the crinkly, cr- uh, the little crinkle fries from Dairy Queen are really, really solid good fries. I don't think I want to go. Uh, <laughs> he's dieting hard right now. Sorry about that, brother. Uh, but I'm going to go. My number five is to be the Dairy Queen crinkle fries. Those are. Once again, they're kind of like under the radar, yeah. but if you've 
if if you've ever had Dairy Queen, like I said, I don't know if Dairy oh. Queen's everywhere. You know, dude, they're not everywhere. But I'm gonna tell you something: Dairy Queen nachos are the bomb. And Never had Dairy them. Queen, Dairy Queen not. Oh my God, get them! And Dairy Queen nacho cheese on fries is the bomb as well. Um, yeah, Dairy Queen is solid, and they're not everywhere, and they don't have the same menus even when they're no, other they places do. as well, which is weird. Uh, yeah. Gary says the Dairy Q fries up there in Kansas are normal cut fries. That's weird. Okay. Now, now years, many, many. Well, no, it's, I'm talking about my wife. So it was just a few years ago. It wasn't many, many. She's not that old. So just a few no. years ago. But she worked at uh, a DQ. And I remember she would have to verify this or say something about it. I don't know if she's out there listening or not. She's probably in bed by now. But anyway, um, she said something about they use the leftover soft serve at night and something about they soaked their fries in the soft serve overnight mm. before they fried them the next morning or some kind of something like that. That's somehow, sense. Yeah, somehow they used the, the leftover soft serve with their fries. And I don't remember exactly. Mm. Now, again, that could be just a local thing. And they may not right. even do it locally here anymore. I sadly I don't go to DQ much anymore unless we're just going to you know grandbabies and get some ice cream, uh, you know Blizzard or right. you know banana split or whatever. Uh, and then um, uh, and Taco Tuesday at Dairy Queen. I love Dairy Queen tacos, man. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that Dairy Queen's there, but they're all saying, I guess maybe I guess maybe the menus are different, and they, maybe they they. They make them differently. I guess that's yeah. why I like McDonald's so much is they're universal. No matter what McDonald's yeah. you go to, no matter where There's you are in the standard. country, you, you're going to get the same fries, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, let me ask you this, because this is one of those where uh, we could go down another 20 minutes. We're just going to go real quick. Um, your condiment of choice when eating fries does it change depending on which fries you're eating or do you have a stable like a staple ketchup or mustard or a mixture or what um ketchup is pretty standard right mm -hmm. um but depending on the fries like any potato product be it fries or tots from sonic like i've yeah. got to at least have cheese and if they've got cheese i'm i don't do i don't do condiments right uh, yep. But they at least have to have that. That's a caveat with with Sonic stuff. It's like it almost yeah. it has to have something on it or be loaded. Uh, just the fries, like you're talking about, in the true raw form. I'm not a Sonic fan, so yeah. it was a you know, definite caveat there. So there are those that, um, yeah, they have to have the the low, quote unquote loaded aspect. And I mean, I guess that doesn't really count as a condiment. But if they're not loaded, then ketchup would be my condiment of choice. Yeah. Yep. I, I would say the for me it, it the, the, probably the the default is ketchup um but if I'm here's what I like um the top five that I gave you the reason why those five um rolled into my top five was because all five of those that I picked, I don't have to use ketchup or anything with them. They taste good on their own. Now, if I'm going to, I, I tell you what I've gotten into in the last couple of years is a, a ketchup and mayonnaise mix. It's a pretty solid mix. Um, pretty, pretty good mix there. But uh, yeah, I if it's a good fry, 
kind of like a good steak. If it's a good steak, you should never have to use steak sauce with a steak. Yeah. Uh, if it's a good steak, same thing. Is if it's a good fry, you shouldn't have to. But I do enjoy a good ketchup with it. But uh, ketchup and mayonnaise has kind of been what I've been using a lot lately. So that's pretty salty too. Yeah. Now gunpowder beauty is throwing out there. Uh, country style gravy is way better than ketchup. Gravy and fries is is amazingly awesome. Um, usually, fries I will and, uh, get Tulsa. Remember that. Um, yeah, and that was the first time you'd ever had anything like that, right? It was, yeah. See, I've, ate, I've eaten gravy with fries for a long, long, long time. But gravy and potatoes just go together. Like, seriously. I mean, who doesn't oh, get yeah. you know KFC or any chicken joint or whatever and the potatoes and mashed potatoes and gravy. Fries and gravy is really no different. I'd say what's pretty good uh, is if you can get a waffle fry. And the reason why I say a waffle fry is it's a little bit bigger but if you can get like a waffle fry and some mashed potatoes and gravy and you dip the waffle fry in the gravy and mashed potatoes and utilize the waffle fry as almost like a spoon, there may not be a better bite than good mashed potatoes and white gravy scooped onto a yeah. waffle, a good salty waffle fry. It's pretty amazing. I'm not going to well, lie. Well, as we transition out of this, I just want yeah. uh, folks to know that <laughs> that we have experimented with some stuff. So I'm going to quick kind of yes. rapid fire thing. So you got to pick one. Uh, yeah. Be honest. Be on. And which is better, the Wendy's fries in the Frosty or the Krispy Kreme donut in the Frosty? Honestly, I'm going to go with the fries in the Frosty, just because I can do that more often. Um, I I would well, not. That's not what I asked. I asked which was better. Okay. Okay, the Krispy Kreme and Frosty is better. Thank you. Um, it is it is better. It's it's actually it's it's quite amazing if you've never done it. We tried that in Tulsa one oh, year, oh. and it was unbelievable. But the, but the caveat here, Krispy Kreme's got to be warm. Okay, the yes. warm the warm donut into the into the chocolate Frosty is great. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's it's not one of those things that I do a lot because it is pretty pretty sweet. I can yeah. do the fries and frosty anytime, you know. Yeah, you you definitely can't do much of the Krispy Kreme and the frosty, but if you haven't tried it, uh, oh. highly recommended. Uh, and that leads into eventually uh, in November we'll be making the show at Tulsa again, uh, largest gun show in the world. For those that aren't uh, familiar, every April, every November, and and definitely you need to get up that way at least once and experience that largest gun show in the world. Uh, and we've got a new thing we're gonna try. Um, we're gonna go uh, Philly cheesesteak on a water burger. This is true. Around. So uh, the the Krispy Kreme Frosty worked out so well. I don't see how we can go wrong with that. I don't think that it can. I mean, I really don't. And, and the great thing about uh, Wanamaker this November is our good friends at EAA are going to be there. And How about that? Tradition? And that's exactly why I set that up. So. <laughs> Uh, softball there, no, and you guys know that EAA is is the title sponsor, the powered by sponsor of this podcast. Uh, great friends of both of ours personally and of our both of our channels. Great friends of a lot of people out there. Great quality firearms. Uh, you and I have uh, in the last couple of weeks have just gotten the new MC14T, the tip up barrel 380. That um, I'm not going to speak for Clover. I'm going to give him a chance here in a second. We've been talking about this. Um, but if it's not, then it's a travesty. Should be named the handgun of the year. It really should. Yeah. Um, and, and now that we've got our hands on, actually shot it, 
uh, we were very, very lucky to be privy to a, a prototype viewing um, back at shot in January. Then it was obviously released in Indianapolis and Ram in April. And now it's out in the public, out in the wild, if you will. And it lives up 100% to the hype. And uh, so go check out our great friends of EA. The 2311 Witness is coming out soon. Uh, and they got some cool stuff coming in this fall as well. Yeah, we're already under NDAs on a lot of stuff at this point. We are. So yep. Can't even talk about it. Um, as far as the MC14T, uh, have you got a chance to pull triggers on yours yet? I have. I finally did. I, I pulled uh, a box of 20. So, yep. Okay. Okay. I and pulled some defensive ammo first. Um, that was uh, the first thing I went with. So, yeah. And, and it worked phenomenally. Okay. Not what one, what, not what ammo? Just curious. What ammo? Um, Hornady. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not so, a problem whatsoever. I think it's been about a week since I dropped the MC14T. So if nobody's watched the video I've dropped on the CloverTech channel, go watch it or plug your ears right now because if not, it's going to be spoilers. <laughs> um, I had some issues with the slide locking back, which was kind of weird. And, and of course, you know yeah. that. Um, and I, I don't know if it's a break in. I mean, outside of that, there really, there really wasn't any. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it handled well. Um, everything appears to be even better than my Beretta 84, which I've teased for the longest time now that that MC 14 T will replace in my everyday carry rotation. Um, oh, you're making that call, huh? And, and it is, I'm not making it yet. I'm not making it yet. Okay. It's got to, it's, the slide's got to start locking back and it would, so but it, it looks okay. I think it's a, I think it's a break-in issue. I really do. Yeah, I was going to say, if the slide lock issue, was it a specific ammo or was it with multiple different ammo happened brands? With, happened with Blazer and Winchester White Box both. Um, okay. Did not happen with it. Hasn't happened yet with the PPU. Uh, and it doesn't happen all the time with those other two either, which is weird. So it seems like a break in. I'm only a couple of hundred rounds in total. So uh, we'll see. And I haven't set just work the slide and anything like that. So uh, it had had a lot of that on it. So, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, Ozzy. No, two two different magazines, Ozzy. Okay. It doesn't, and it doesn't do it on all ammo either, so it can't be the. It's not the mag. Uh, This is just something that uh, the reason why I went um, with the 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 defensive ammo first is um, I went. I I typically go. Let's let's just take nine millimeter for instance. When I get a new gun, I don't go straight to one hundred fifteen grain. I usually will go. Not always to 147, but I'll usually like 124 grain. Uh, at least get about 100 rounds with 124 before going to 115. Sometimes it's better on those springs and all those things. Maybe use a little heavier uh, bullet when you first start shooting a gun. And then you ease your way to some of the lighter stuff. I'm not talking to you, Claude. I'm just talking in general for people out there that are, are new to guns, maybe. Um, yeah, sometimes it's it's better to use a little heavier grain, at least maybe the first 50 or 100 shots. That might break in some of these springs, whatever. That's why I went with the defensive ammo first before going to the, the FMJ yeah. or something. Well, and for those out there listening, the cheaper way to do that is to just sit in front of the TV while you're watching TV and, of course, drop this the mag. It's unloaded and just rack the slide, rack the slide, rack the slide over and over and over and over again. Um, you know, that'll do it too. But, yeah, trigger, phenomenal. The recoil, uh, just not near what the 84 is. Just, yeah, the only thing is grips. And, uh, I can't give away that spoiler, but <laughs> I've talked to some people and, uh, we're working on that. So, uh, hopefully we'll get to change the grips out on that thing here for too long. 
Uh, we got to move on. Matter of fact, we do. Yep. 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 We're burning uh, daylight, we have, man. Yep. Uh, you have the next topic. So lay it on me, brother. Dude, we're going to stay on food. And, you know, uh, I'll say this as for everybody that's out there live. Um, keep those comments coming because that's going to give you the opportunity to give us a topic at the end of the show, the final topic. Uh, and if you want to hear about guns and stuff, well, there's your chance because uh, I think we're going down, we're going to stay on the food route. Um, Real quick, Defense Dad wins the internet so far. So far, you guys still have time, but another half hour to beat it. So far, comment of the night. I guarantee a Krispy Kreme donut will not stop at 380. Guys, that's the bar. You got to beat that talk, that 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 comment right there. That's the best one so far. Go ahead. <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, um, I want to talk cafeteria food. Oh snap! There was a conversation about that. So let's talk about best and worst cafeteria food. Now this could be uh, military. This could be. Uh, I guess it'd be chow hall or something with that. Could be military. Could be a place of employment. It could be. You know, I guess like hospital, a hospital would be a place for one. Um, no, I'm more private than I'm not, not talking not about retail establishment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not okay. retail yeah. establishment. So school, uh, a work, a college, uh, you know, something along that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's let's hammer down some best and worst. So let's start with best because that, that may be the for some worst is the easiest like to like talk the best, about. The best meal or, or like like the best dish or what? Just the best dish or the best items that, that you know, you've had at school. Or I was thinking more along the lines of in school, but it could be yeah, whatever. That's where I go to. Um, l- l- let's be honest. Um, I, unless you're Air Force, Army, or Navy, uh, which basically just leaves us, um, the chow halls at the other three branches are actually kind of like restaurants. Um, so what we ate was nutritionally healthy for us, but tasted like cardboard. So I'm not really, there's not a whole lot going on at chow halls in the Marine Corps. Most of the time you had about six minutes to eat anyway. So you're just kind of shoveling in. Uh, I will say when I think cafeteria food, I think absolutely elementary school. Um, there were two days and, and, and I can't pick just one. So I had to pick two of them if you don't mind. I'll pick whatever. There were two days that I looked forward to, and they were Thursday and Friday, at least where I went in Plano. Thursday was Salisbury steak and mashed potatoes day, and Friday was the old rectangle pizza, the thin crust pizza. Uh, those two Solid. people might, might discuss it. I love cafeteria Salisbury steak, and I love the, the elementary school pizza, man. I, I did too, man. I did too. Uh, yeah, hands down. I did too, which for a lot of people, that's weird, but yeah, yeah. I hear people cracking on the pizza all the time. Um, and I hear a lot of people cracking on, um, Salisbury steak, but man, I, I'm a Salisbury steak fan. I really do. I, I like Salisbury steak. Maybe that's just yeah. a weird thing. Maybe it's a Southern thing. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I agree with those as far as, as far as best, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Um, I will tell you that uh, it was interesting. Our school um, was not up through, you know, went to a different school in high school. It got, everything got consolidated. But up until then, I went to a school. There was about 120 or 130 kiddos from K through 12, like entire school. And so mm. everybody sort of ate pretty much ate together. <laughs> um, right. 
So they're, they're, everybody in high school got the same treatment as everybody in, you know, elementary school. And so yep. we had, um, you had the chow line and then you were able to uh, order if you went in before school started and you went in, you could actually order certain things as well. Um, oh. And one of those things you could order was, uh, this is going to sound weird. Again, I agree with you on the Salisbury steak. And the, well, let me caveat this by saying, it being a small school, my grandmother was actually one of the lunch ladies. Um, so I know this to for as a fact. Um, it was pretty much everything was about as homemade as you could possibly do it and do it on that scale, right? Sure, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So a much different situation than a lot of kiddos, I'm sure, went through. Uh, we still had the square pizza like you're talking about, of course, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But one of the things that come from the, we call it the pickup window, uh, was the salads. You could get a salad, and this thing, you talk about a huge bowl that the salad was in, and it, there was a list when you filled out the form of things that you could do your salad, like this type of lettuce, or you want onions, or you want boiled eggs, or you want blah, blah, blah. And there was probably 50 things you could put in your salad if you wanted, right? Um, and so I remember the salads. That's one thing I always remember, like, man, those salads were freaking awesome. Um, yeah. And then one of the other things, which I was, I was blessed. My grandmother, of course, had a stroke uh, a few years back, passed in past a few years back, not when she had the stroke, but that led to it. Uh, but up until the time she had a stroke, all that cafeteria food, basically, that I had ate, uh, we had it at least every Sunday at Sunday lunch. So I was blessed to be able to continue to eat that good cafeteria food. And that's one of the things I was thinking about why I wanted this topic. Um, but uh, her homemade hot rolls, oh, my God. Uh, oh, she yeah. was number one lunch lady in charge of the rolls on the days that we had rolls. And a lot of times we had rolls on the days with the Salisbury steak mashed potatoes, like you're talking oh, about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, you know, but yeah, the rolls, oh my God, those hot. And, and I'm working on the recipe for that. A lot of folks know that I've, that I've, I've been able to successfully replicate her strawberry cake recipe and for her pies and a few other things. And those hot rolls, I'm working on that because, oh, my God. And I'll tell you, my grandmother's hot rolls, we were talking about fries and waffle fries come up, and that le leads to Chick-fil-A, of course. If you've never had the chicken minis from Chick-fil-A, which is a little oh, yeah. chicken nugget bites on a hot roll, um, those hot rolls taste almost identical to what my grandmother's hot rolls And they, like. they also have them on hot biscuits. You can get them on rolls this or on true. biscuits. This is true. And they're both. They're both unreal yeah. yeah but if you're wondering um, what my grandmother's hot rolls taste like there you go if you've ever had those um so man, there's a reason yeah. that i'm trying to duplicate that it's because i want to fry up some chicken <laughs> you know what i mean uh <laughs> I and i want to meal prep basically some chicken biscuits for i've been doing like uh breakfast sandwiches biscuit breakfast biscuits for the meal prep for the mornings or whatever and uh, yeah. i'd really like to meal prep some of those but um yeah the hot rolls uh, peak of the list salad, which is really weird. Um, chicken strip, chicken strip day. Was, I didn't start eating salad day. 10 years ago, so I never ate salad until about 10 years ago. Yeah. So. Um, chicken strips. Um, Ooh, really? And it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. The chicken strips there were not, again, mostly homemade ish type stuff. They brought nothing into that cafeteria that was pre breaded. So, like their meat, whatever it was. Like, it wasn't pre-breaded chicken strips like people are used to in the frozen food section and drop them in a deep fryer and, and whatever. Mm. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You know the chicken breast strips that you get, <laughs> you know, raw? Yeah. 
literally mm -hmm. chicken breast strips. They would flatten them out or you know pound them out, bread them right there in the cafeteria, and drop them in the fryer and fry them. So it's basically fresh fried chicken strips uh, with the white gravy and the and the rolls and oh, that was amazing. So that's some of the best. Yeah, um, my my chicken nugget slash strips in my elementary school were not that good so yeah so let's talk worst yeah so i always um took a lunch one day a week or whenever it popped up on the menu it wasn't every week probably maybe every two or th two weeks or something like that uh once again i had to say this was at my school so i can't speak for any other schools and all that uh when i saw spaghetti uh, on the menu, I always took uh, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something uh, because That's interesting. Our, I feel the same way. <laughs> our, yeah. our spaghetti at our school was way overboiled. So they, I mean, I, I, obviously I'm older now and I appreciate al dente pasta, but even back then, like the soggy noodles and like the 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 quote unquote, you know, basically uh, ketchup sauce it. was like watered down ketchup. Yeah, yeah. it was. Just absolutely disgusting. The only thing that was even worthwhile to have was a little piece of garlic bread that you got. But most of the time, by the time we got it, it was already kind of hard and getting stale and, and all of that. So even that wasn't good. But yeah, for me, when I saw spaghetti uh, and garlic bread on the menu, I, 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 I probably took me a sandwich. So... So, you know, I was thinking about this because you know, I thought, well, okay, if, 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 if I can tie it in and this is going to be my my topic. And so yeah. I've had a little bit of time, of course, to think about this. And I honestly cannot come up with anything, at least in the smaller school before I went to high school somewhere else. Um, I can't think of anything bad, like nothing bad. Now, spaghetti, to an extent, because I don't care for spaghetti. I mean, I'm okay with chicken spaghetti. But sure. like a like a tomato based sauce spaghetti, I'm not I'm not into all that really. Um, yeah. I don't not that I hate it or, or wouldn't eat it, but you know, it's just not my favorite. So I feel, so I feel where you're coming from that if it's really crappy, like yeah, that's that's gonna be would be a problem. Um, but this is gonna sound weird, but mm -hmm. got into high school in the other deal, and they had in the other school. And they had sort of a similar setup that I was used to that you could go into the cafeteria before school started and it cost extra. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It wasn't the dollar lunch or the 75 cent lunch or whatever it was uh, that you go through the line. Um, you picked it up at a window. You know, you placed your order and you went, you picked it up at a window, you placed your order in the morning, you went and picked it up in the window and you paid separately for it. Um, but their burgers sucked. I'm talking about oh, yeah. how do you burger. screw up a burger? And the reason is oh, it was yeah. this it was this institutionalized soy patty crap. It, it was nasty. Was I mean you couldn't put enough condiments and toppings and stuff on that burger to make it good. Man, I'd put I'd put French fries on the burger with oh, everything just just not. just to try to get some kind of it taste was, out of it. You know, dude, it was bad. It was horrible. It was horrible. So, you know, yep. uh, oftentimes I'd just go through the lunch line, or I'd get you know nachos or you know Frito pie or some kind of crap like that. You know, concession stand food. They always had yep. that kind of stuff too. Uh, or corn dogs. You could do corn dogs, and they they weren't terribly bad out of there, but. Man, the yeah. burgers. And that sounds weird that you go, burgers were horrible at, at school cafeteria, but 
those were the nasty burgers you'd ever want. So let me ask you a question um, before we transition to uh, real quick before I ask this question, Clover, you guys have a few minutes real quick. Thank you. for The comments are awesome. We're loving them out there. I love what everyone's saying. Keep them coming. But if you haven't made a comment, you're out there in the live chat. Go ahead and say something because that's what enters you into the uh, the drawing for the uh, the random viewer topic. So let me ask you a question talking about cafeteria. Now, for me, the greatest thing that ever came from a cafeteria is chocolate milk. But let me ask you this. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know if it was because it was when I was growing up, it was the cardboard box, little, you know, yeah. milks. I don't know better. if it was the box or what, but something better. about the school chocolate milk is Man, better than any is. chocolate milk dude, ever. Dude, if you can ever find, and, and this is a challenge because it's hard to do, but I guarantee you right now today, and don't get me wrong, yeah. I'll go get like Borden's chocolate milk when we go to the donut shop and oh, it's in the plastic oh, yeah. little thing. And it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong with some hot donuts or whatever. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But you're absolutely right. Milk out of a carton is 150, 200, 500% better. And if you mm. can ever find milk in a carton somewhere, oh, you don't, so if you've good. never had it and you don't believe me, get mm. some milk in a carton and taste it. Even, even, even the white milk is, is better than regular, you know, out oh, of yeah, a Oh, yeah, yeah. Across the board. Like, the like, crock milk was just a bomb so, out of so shot show right yeah shot, you know me and cereal at shot show like oh, yeah. I'm, ep I'm epic for cereal in the morning i clean them out um shot shows milk is in a they don't have chocolate milk unfortunately but shot shows milk is in cartons the little cartons. it is it is and i will drink any milk that's out there like i prefer like the whole milk but if they've got if they've got two percent or something and that's all they have i will 100 percent drink it I, because I, it, I it's that much milk. better yeah, I will not go below 2% milk. Um, I will drink whole milk. Um, I will drink 2% if it's all that's there. But if it's only like skim milk, I just won't do Because yeah. that's not milk to me. That's just the nasty well, I think stuff. all they have there is 2%. And, they do. Uh, yeah. No, whole. no. I'm just saying. But, but I'm just saying in general, like if I go to the grocery store needing some milk and for some reason yeah. say milk out except for skim, I'm just not buying milk that day. It's just what it is. You know? Right. So uh, a couple things real quick. Uh, G23 says straw the strawberry milk was great from school. I remember we didn't, have, we didn't have it at school. Uh, no, at school, yeah. we didn't. Yeah. And um, uh, RTT out there, he says, Frito pie, what is that? Oh, my God. Uh, probably what? called, maybe called what? chili pie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you've ever, ever been to a high school football game and not been exposed to Frito pie. But basically, corn chips, chili cheese maybe some onions and jalapenos depending on uh, sure. uh what you want to do but uh there you go uh get you some corn chips some chili some cheese uh it can be regular that's, cheese it can be nacho cheese yeah that's the basic right there everything else yeah. is is optional but you gotta have oh okay okay so and if is, you have it in the actual chip bag it's even better i'm just saying yeah is it free to, okay so w w i think we can all agree that the three main ingredients that make it frito pie are Corn chips, chili, and cheese, right? Yeah. Without any of those, if you just put chili on top of Frito, is it still Frito pie in your case? Or do you have to have all three of those to be considered actual Frito pie? I I, I don't think you do. I don't think you have to have the cheese necessarily. Okay. okay. Um, so you're saying chili on top of Fritos is still, you would still consider that Frito pie? Yeah. I would, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Some people, you know, you get lactose intolerant or you get some weird something or whatever. Like, I don't want to deny those people necessarily. But, um, yeah, but I don't know. The cheese does make a difference. But here's the thing with the cheese, like what kind of cheese, right? Because we'll do it here at the house and we'll do it. And sometimes we'll do, do nacho cheese. And nacho cheese is that authentic football game feeling if you use oh, a nacho yeah. cheese because they didn't keep fresh cheese or whatever at the football game right they had nachos why would they not use the nacho cheese um but uh, everything was in a crock pot in there so basically but um uh you know we'll do fresh cheese but it's totally different the taste and all between fresh cheese and not and uh, nacho cheese whether or not you add onions or jalapenos or whatever you know it's different i'm a big onion um, guy I'm not jalapeno guy but i do love onions yeah yeah some onions in there is pretty good yeah for sure for sure so, uh, yeah, viewer segment. So I'm going to pull up the uh, screen. You guys are on deck out there in the comments. I'm going to get uh, this pulled up. We're going to share the screen. And uh, here in uh, just a few seconds, actually, we're going to draw uh, while we're talking about um, our friends at Taurus, which uh, power the viewer-driven segment here. So, uh yeah, let's. Uh, I guess let's spin this, and then we will. Uh, no whammies, no whammies. Big no money, big whammies. money, no whammies. Yeah, we got more entries than we do people watching. There's some live people. There's some people in replay that are going to be ticked that a live person bailed after getting chose to uh, pick the topic. So oh, Chicago, Lord. Mike the Shooter gets to pick it, pick the topic tonight. So if Chicago Mike the shooter, he should be out there. He just commented just a few yeah, he did. Ago. Yeah. No, so give might. us a topic, uh, Mike, as quickly as you can give us a topic while we talk about Taurus or yeah, heritage got- or Rossi for that matter. Or heritage Rossi. I'll let you talk heritage and Rossi. Uh, definitely not up uh, my sleeve of, of products. Not that I don't like, I just, they're not my gig. Uh, but you guys know that I have, uh, I I am very proud uh, of Taurus the last few years. They've really stood the game with a semi-auto handgun side with the G3 series and the G4, even the 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 G2C and all of that. Um, really kind of stepped up their game. But obviously, uh, the revolvers have been around for a while. You have uh, the BT the PT92 that have been out for a while. Um, but yeah, our, our, we got some good friends over at, at Taurus, and, and I'm really, really proud that they made a really conscious effort, probably five, four or five years ago, to uh, really kind of step up their game on the semi-auto handgun game and really give people a, a solid, solid, solid entry-level, low-priced quality firearm for uh, the new new gun owners. Uh, but I, I can't speak for the Rossi or Heritage because that's just not my thing, you know? Well, I think they have stepped up the revolver game with the big bore stuff, quite honestly. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, you, you know, know that well. either. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you know, with the um, with the Heritage line, you know, the cool thing about that, and a lot of people dog on the Heritage line, and, and I think they dog on it because they don't see it for what it is. Um, yeah. It's cheap fun it's what it's for i mean you know you don't look to the heritage line i mean some people may because maybe their budget constraints or you know they're in a less than free state or something and that's all they can get and so Mm -hmm. maybe they look to that for self-defense or some kind of something but you know for the most part like taurus doesn't make any claims 
uh, or heritage rather that, you know, they're the best revolver out there and, you know, they certainly don't build themselves for self-defense or anything like that. If you ever talk about to anybody from Taurus, um, Brett, Cody, whoever, right. That, you know, yeah. they talk about when you talk about the Taurus, I mean, when you talk about the heritage, fun is always the word like, Oh man, they're just so much fun to get out on the range. And it's 22. And you know, if you yeah. want to really get a little more serious, then you swap over to that 22 mag cylinder or whatever, of course. Um, and then, you know, like I said, then you've got that Rossi line and they're, they're slowly starting to expand those things a little bit. Um, the one thing about heritage that, that they've really come on strong and done is their ability to customize. So if though, if you're not familiar with heritage, heritage has, you know, a parts basically shop and, you know, it's not the same site or anything that you buy the firearms. It's totally different because parts can be of course shipped to, uh, straight to your house and and uh, no regulations really on that and you know you can change grip frames you can you know you can essentially because you can go legally from a pistol to a rifle uh right. the rancher carbine for example which is the 16 inch barrel revolver rifle more or less mm -hmm. um they've got that stuff right there on the heritage in the heritage shop that um you know you can pick that stuff up if you can't find a rancher and for the longest you couldn't um, you can get the buttstock assembly and the grip frame and get you a 16 inch revolver and don't do it. Don't do it with anything less than a 16 inch revolver, unless you first got a tax stamp, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can go, you know, put your own rancher together. And I think it's really cool the way they've, they've jumped into the adding parts from grips to grip frames. You can go from regular grips to bird head to, to whatever, you know, right. um, and that's just neat, especially when you're talking about, like I said, a budget friendly, just fun line of, uh, of revolvers. It's really cool. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, we got a topic out there, huh? We do. Uh, Chicago. You know, I Mike says, why? Uh, just surprised me. I thought he'd go down a weird rabbit hole with Mike, but, uh, he's kind of giving us a softball here. Yeah. He's his favorite pizza. So, um, I expect the views to drop off really, really quickly, the live views right now, because uh, it's at this point in the show, you realize, other than talking about EAA and Taurus, uh, we're not going to really it's talk firearms. It's uh, entirely one hour's worth or one hour's plus worth of, uh, of uh, yeah, a food chat. Hey, True North Beard Company, I seen was out there. So shout out to True North. If you are a beardsman, you need to check those folks out for sure. Uh, Mike says he's waiting for the SAR revolvers. We've been waiting on those for five, six I've years. I've been now. waiting on those since 2016 or some crap. So, yeah, good luck with that, Mike. <laughs> anyway, uh, favorite pizza. Yeah. So, uh, so well, are we, we style or toppings or what? Maybe we can do both. Yeah, let's just talk. Let's just spitball pizza in general. I think Mike will be yeah. happy with that. You know, we were uh, doing some shopping yesterday, and my wife makes. Uh, we'll go homemade with this for a second. My wife makes um, what we call fork pizza. That's with an R in the in the middle of it, just so you know. Sure. Uh, fork pizza. And uh, we were looking at some stuff, and she said that my son had requested fork pizza. And I don't think my girls like the fork pizza. Um, one of them may, but I, I'm pretty sure the oldest one don't. The youngest one might. Um but that's something that she made them growing up and everything else. It's quick. It's easy. She basically lines a pan with some Bisquicks for the dough. But it's more of a Mexican-themed 
right? Yeah. So yeah. she has a she has a crust. It's like a deep dish, right? Um, and done in a in a casserole pan or whatever, basically. But um, do the crust and then uh, you know seasoned beef usually and some cheeses and some spices and some other things. Um, and you pretty much have to eat it with a fork. It's so ooey and gooey and falls apart, right? That basically mm-hmm. what you have to do. And uh, so fork pizza uh, really is pretty high on my list, quite honestly, uh, yep. as far as anything special. Because uh, we'll talk about mainstream pizzas, I'm sure. So just wanted to throw that mm-hmm. out there from from my perspective. Fork pizzas. Um, so for homemade stuff, we eat a lot here. Uh, we get Texas toast. And we put pizza sauce on there and, and whatever, you know, cheese yeah. and all that. Put it in the toaster oven, make pizza toast. And it's pretty yeah. quick, great snack. Um, if you have, especially the air fryer, it's one of the first things we did in the oh, air yeah. fryer. Um, get you, and especially if you're trying to go, somebody was talking about a diet out there. And I don't know what kind of diet you're on, but uh, I played around over the last few years and, and done pretty well with a you know, low carb and, and some other things mixed in. But one of the deals is um, uh, a low-carb tortilla mm-hmm. with some pizza sauce and yep. cheese and, and a topping of your choice. I usually, because yeah. it's easier to get the little uh, – my wife likes pepperoni. I'm not a big pepperoni fan, so she'll do pepperoni. Uh, I'll usually get the little things of Canadian bacon or whatever, usually on yep. mine or something mm-hmm. like that. And I like spinach as well, so I'll usually put some spinach or something on there. Um, if you do this, just so mm-hmm. you know, in an air fryer – uh, because air is swirling around, um, put your spinach on literally under the cheese and everything else. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you put your spinach on top, uh, it's just going to blow it around inside the air fryer. So a little tip if you decide that. But yeah, uh, tortilla pizza is also a great, a great yeah, idea. It is. And a it low is. carb and a low carb alternative as well. Uh, let's go, uh, chain pizza. What's your favorite chain pizza? I don't have, um, um, I don't have a lot of options with chain. Um, yeah. Assuming that I had, I still had all the options I've had in my life. I go yeah. Papa John's. Okay, that's fair. Uh, mine growing up was CC's. Uh, yeah. There in Plano is great, but here uh, we don't have a lot of choices either. But we have—I don't know if they're everywhere either. But uh, Casey's Convenience Store, gas station convenience stores. Oh yeah. If you've never had a Casey's yeah. pizza, it's the best pizza, I think, chain pizza I've ever had, um, hands so, down. So one of the things that we look forward to with the road trips when we go, whether it's SHOT Show, TriggerCon, GRPC, NRA, whatever, uh, most folks out there know we, we, we road trip it, we drive. One of the things I enjoy, we typically are big people with loves, you know, going loves, fuel up and do all that kind of stuff, loves truck mm-hmm. stops, um, and... Every now and then, I won't say every one of them, but every now and then, you'll get one that has Godfather's Pizza, and Godfather's oh, is solid, solid. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go frozen pizza. We're gonna go, we're gonna run the gamut on pizzas. Frozen pizza for me, it's hands down bagel bites. Uh, matter of fact, I had me some bagel bites last night. We got back from a wedding pretty late. And uh, threw yeah. in some bagel bites. Uh, I love me some frozen bagel bite pizzas, man. They're talking about fork pizzas, like you know, they're just little small ones yeah. that you know. Oh yeah. man, they're so good. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, I I see frozen pizza in two genres: the cheap genre and the bigger, more expensive, like the personal 
genre and then the bigger. Um, so with the personal, like it's just me, I'm going to throw something in real quick, whatever. Totino's uh, oh, yeah, the, has, has always you know, been. And, the small ones, those are good, yeah. If you, if you cook that in the oven on a pizza brick, uh, oh, man, the crust is pretty good with Totino's. It really is. They've got mm -hmm. a really solid crust. If it's cooked right, um, yep. they've got a solid crust. Um, outside of that, with a larger you know pizza that more than one person, let's say, is going to eat and it's frozen, then um, probably Red Baron, probably. I honestly don't eat, like, big frozen pizza. Usually, if I'm going to get a big pizza, I'll just go grab one at, at Casey's or whatever. Right. Right. Um, I don't. I don't eat now, like, and all that. That's just me, you know. Now, what is the most often pizza you eat? Is it Casey's? Um, yeah, yeah, probably. I love it. Mine, yeah. mine, and, and I say this begrudgingly, um, because the closest town to me has a pizza has a Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um, and Pizza Hut is not known for the greatest, but but. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Um, and I contend it's pretty good because of the owners. Right? Yeah. Like, if, if it ever changed owners that, or that something like that, you yeah. know, I think they, the owners, they hold their employees to a higher standard. They, they you know, they control everything a little better. Um, and, and I think I think that's why you see a lot of pizza that suck. Um, and yeah. I also think that because my, my mother and father-in-law, I think, managed pizza huts once upon a time back in the day and i want to say they talked about that too how there was inconsistency with pizza huts because of the way that the front we talked about this with with mcdonald's earlier because of yeah. the way that franchises were handled or not handled in this case and um and it, it's it's pretty decent and and it's the closest and it's easiest to get and whatever and so that's what we that's what we eat yep uh, last question on the pizza subject. Um, what style pizza is your favorite? Uh, Deep dish, Chicago, pan. New York. You know, I like what, pan. pan. I like pan. Pan. I'll usually get the pan pizza. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about Pizza Hut, I'll usually get pan pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do not like. I do not like. I mean, I guess my wife's fork pizza is deep dish, uh, but I don't care for like a deep dish like chicago style thing or anything uh, like I, that I, I can't stand chicago style it's 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 too heavy to i don't know it's just it's just to me it's just not it's not pizza uh yeah. for me I'm a, I'm a big new york style i like the the the, the big slice that you can fold over and, and yeah. um, i'm a I'm, big new york pizza I, guy i'm a goldilocks type person i don't like a super thick crust and i don't like a super thin crust either I'm the same way. That's why I like Casey's, you know, the both cases. Well. Yeah. And for me, again, pizza has the most common that I eat. It's the pan pizza because that's the most consistent ratio of yeah. crust to everything else to me in that. Now, obviously well, yeah, with Tokino's. There is, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It's going to be different. Frozen pizza, you get what you get. Yeah. Most of that's, you don't get it really a choice in that. It's, it's it's nice that you bring that up, and I think that's maybe why I don't like certain types and styles of pizza. The the crust to sauce ratio has to be good. Mm -hmm. um, if you get too much sauce on crust, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Well, too much sauce, and especially depending on, and this is one of the reasons that I don't think 
we were talking about the spaghetti with me earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Too much of that type of sauce, pizza sauce, spaghetti sauce, that kind of stuff, it tears me mm-hmm. up. Tears me up. And so, you know, I don't like a whole lot of sauce anyway because of that reason. I mean, I want enough to get the flavor, to get the, you know, uh, that sort of stuff. But uh, I don't want, I definitely don't want deep dish to the point it's over the top. You know, yes. and that's another thing that that I should point out with my wife and the fork pizza that she does. Um, like I said, it's more of a Mexican style seasoning and all to mm-hmm. it, but it does have pizza sauce and stuff. And she mixes the pizza sauce with the meat. Oh yeah, sure, sure. So it's yeah. kind of like almost like a meat sauce rather than meat on top of the. You know what I mean? Like, right. as, a, as a topping. But anyway, crap. We got to ask one more because we can't go talk about pizza without this. Assume <laughs> you're going to go like a a chain, like a delivery or a chain pizza, and we get to create your own pizza. What's yeah. your go to like pizza toppings? Like, what's your go to? Um, beef, pork, ham, chicken, and spinach. All with, together with with preferably extra cheese. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty simple. I'm a ham and mushroom guy. Pretty simple ham and mushroom. Now that's if I can get it, right? Like some. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes of the year you can't get spinach, which is really weird, and then sometimes you can't get chicken on there, or you can't get whatever. But I will tell you this: I've been eyeballing the uh, again Pizza Hut, not because they sponsor or anything like that, because that's just what's (laughs) convenient. Um, But I've been seeing uh, emails because I. Obviously, I get on the app and you know order that way, and I get rewards and other things. But uh, I've been seeing their Philly cheesesteak pizza, and that we may have to try that. <laughs> I've I've had Philly cheesesteak pizza before. I've had taco. We have we have a a, a pizza place here that you can get like weird stuff. Yeah, um, a taco pizza is good. Uh, I tell you, when it's really good, it sounds disgusting, but a chicken bacon ranch with a sauce is like a ranch uh, based sauce. A chicken bacon ranch pizza was pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. 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 Cool. That went by quick. Holy it did, over. yeah. Yeah. We're already over an hour. I blame Mike. Yeah, I do too. I mean we'll probably never have it again where all three topics were food. <laughs> but can you really go wrong with food? Because who doesn't like food? I don't think Even people on diets like, like food, they just probably can't eat what they want to eat. Yeah. You know? Hey, we gave them a wonderful solution for low-carb pizza. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So, not our fault. Uh, hashtag not our fault. So, uh, yeah. yeah, what you got going on? Let's uh, – yeah, so we've got um, got a bunch of videos and stuff coming down. We're starting to get to the range finally again. Um, Tuesday night is episode 300 for the Armed Citizen podcast. Uh, so excited about that. Uh, we announced a giveaway last week, and we'll announce the winner. Um, not Tuesday, but a week from Tuesday. Uh, but we'll talk about it Tuesday night. You can enter it and, and, and go to last week's podcast and tell you how to enter it. I'll also be putting a video out about that this week. Uh, we're going to give away 10 of the uh, Hyperion Munitions uh, Precise Trigger Control Groups. And uh, you guys might be hearing us talk about that uh, quite a bit. I have a video on the one that I've got. But we're going to give 10 of them away. Not just one, but 10 of them. So come by Tuesday night. Enjoy the celebration of the 300th show. And we'll definitely talk about the uh, the Trigger Group and um, tell you how to enter that. We're going to give 10 of them away. So that's pretty awesome. 
Uh, other than that, man, we're just plugging, man. It's just it's that time of year for me. Everyone knows that yeah. uh, my day job gets a little hectic during the summertime, so uh, that's why you don't see as much content coming out. But uh, we're trying. We're trying to do the best we can to get out and, and get some video shot. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just that time of year, and and um, but yeah, I know that uh, we're looking forward. We got some cool stuff to get some videos out with for sure. Uh, and I know you've been busy. You've been you've been shooting some guns lately. What you got coming up? Um, still more coming with the MC-14T. Uh, I've got a couple other things coming in. I, unfortunately, I can't talk about. So when the videos drop, you'll know. Uh, want to get out and do something with this Remington 1100 that I picked up yeah. Uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, definitely want to get out and show what a 55-ish year old shotgun can still do. Um, what else is going on? Oh, the CloverTech Reviews channel. We've shifted gears a little bit with the, the branding and the thumbnails and the, the Amazon influencer store and stuff that all, all revolves around that. So um, definitely want to pimp that out right now. Um, but, you know, it's that time of year and you know the way it is being uh, being a creator, being a gun tuber. The summer is slow anyway. Um, and so basically all we got going right now is, is uh, we're working on a lot of other different projects that kind of help um, everything kind of together kind of helps support the whole, so to speak. Um, but, uh, yeah, trying to get out, you know, a, a video or two a week, obviously, uh, on the gun channel, but, uh, we'll, uh, be cranking up the podcast probably early September. The late season is coming on that. I'm looking at maybe 12, probably 12 plus episodes, minimum of 12, uh, in the late season coming up. And then we've got, of course, trigger con going and, uh, we'll have Tulsa coming up uh, in November. And if you can make, you're out there and you're listening or you're, you're watching now uh, and you can make that trip, you're highly encouraged to do it, I'm telling you. And, uh, man, we're already geared up for SHOT Show in a lot of ways, too. So It's um, crazy, isn't it? You know, middle of the year. Uh, personally, I've got a weekend with the grandbabies coming up this next weekend and then anniversary the next. So uh, I'll take that opportunity to point out that yep. normally we do these every other week. Uh, but over the next couple of weeks, eh, it's going to be kind of messed up and kind of fluid a little bit. So uh, yeah. when you when you see them scheduled, <laughs> you know, uh, you know that they're going to happen. But if you don't see them on the schedule, well, that's because we've uh, it's summertime and grandbabies and with Ghost, he's work. got work and we've got other things. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will uh, we will crank these podcasts out as uh, as often as we can anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, we're. Um... We're really thankful for everyone who, who came by. A great conversation there in the side chat. Um, if you're out there listening in the podcast world or watching this in replay, you know, make sure you try to get to the next one live because this is where all the quote unquote magic happens. Uh, we have a good time. And obviously, you can't get chosen for the random topic if you're not here live. So if you're watching this in replay or listening to podcasts, come check out the Ghost and Clover channel and come join the party over here on the YouTube live channel. Um, as always, thank you for always supporting Clover and myself, whether it's through Patreon or YouTube channel members or buying swag from the website or using our Amazon links, however, and whatever, uh, monetarily, but more importantly, just being here and, and, and being part of our conversation, leaving comments, I'm not saying you have to share or subscribe or like, but just making comments and being here in the live shows is just a, a great way of supporting us as well. But obviously we ask you. Um, to go support our sponsors, uh, and you guys are familiar with these companies, EAA and Taurus. Um, both of those companies are great companies, 
and we ask you to go support them as well. Look, just go find their social medias, and on yep. any random post, just drop a comment. Say, hey, thanks for uh, you know helping out Ghost and Clover. We appreciate the uh, support you supporting creators and blah blah blah. Uh, that goes a long way. Hundred uh, percent. You got anything else? Nah, man. Pull the plug on this one, bro. I thought you were going to say stick a fork it, and I was going to say like the pizza. But uh, man, you threw um, for um. Well, you since it since it was a food chat, yeah, the <laughs> oven timer I think has gone off. Uh, yeah, stick a fork in it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this real quick. There was a question that you could probably help out that I definitely couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, normalizer out there says anybody ever change out at 870 ejector? Do you want to maybe have you done that? Maybe give away get a hold of you maybe. Uh, yeah, you can through the CloverTech uh, website. You can through the CloverTech channel. You can through just about any social media, DM or PM. Yeah, 100%. Yep, there you go. Thank you, guys. As like I said, thank you guys for being here live. Thank you for watching and replay, listening to the podcast form. Thank you to EAA and Taurus. We'll see you maybe in two weeks, maybe in one week, maybe in three weeks. You're just going to have to pay attention. We'll see you soon. <laughs>